This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, they'll build Bigsby 4000. It's a crappier crop of a croupier. Sandbox Skate Park sends saddened skaters scurrying. You can polish my chandelier. Tander crisp bacon cheddar hat. Puddle of dud. <laughs> Nothing but yeast and sanitizer. Appletoons Plus. A single monkey does not an outbreak make. Negative Fs to give. The courtship oh. of Hulk's magician. A <laughs> uh, bullhorn next to the shame bell. Lumisexual. Why is he so fluffy? Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of... The morning stream. It's 12 o'clock. <laughs> Rated T for too much sass. Welcome to day one of the 2020 presidential campaign. This is the morning stream. Good morning, fellow citizens, and welcome back to the morning stream for Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello. Man, I wish I could shred like that. He totally shreds. He's a shredder. He's a shredder. shredder. He's a shredder more than Eddie Vedder. That shredder. He totally is. Does he pick up? uh, He's a shredder. The the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should watch out. Yeah, look out. Because here comes Shredder. He's not a rat. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. The rat's name was Splinter. Splinter, yes. Shredder was the... That the enemy guy. with the uh, wearing a colander on his head. That's right. And he had like, um, didn't he have stuff on his arms, like blades or something? He was like a... Probably, yeah. I mean, you and I, let's be honest. When the turtles were at their height, not mm-hmm. really our jam, right? Nope. Not really our nope. thing. I remember reading the old like indie comic way before mm-hmm. any of that. I remember thinking, wow, yeah. this is cool. This is really neat. But those are so cool. different. This would make a great uh, cartoon series. Yeah. <laughs> But then they watered it. They watered that stuff down and turned it into like a more I don't know, kitty thing, mm-hmm. and they lost me. I, I think I think yeah. the indie comic ruined me. I understand the legion of fans. I get why you guys love this stuff, and I don't blame you. And we love you no matter what you do. Okay, be you. Yeah. We'll it's be us. Totally true. Everyone yes. be each other. Okay. Hey. Enjoy the things you enjoy, and uh, it just wasn't for me. That's right. It's okay. It's okay. Brian, I got a message last night that I think is important that I play here because it's a good one to shame me into into action. Okay, <laughs> okay let's uh, hear it. Beffy Dino sent us a message and said, uh, Hi, I called into Babel Royale back in November. I didn't win, but Scott promised me some art because I was really having a bad week. It was very sweet of him. I emailed him, but now it's April. But it's okay. I still love you both. Your shenanigans every TMS surprise is enough. Hope all is well. Na- oh. I say nay to that. I don't know why I didn't get that. Shame. Sh- you have Shame. a bell. <laughs> what is that? What, is Shame. that a real bell? It is a bell. It's a real bell. Yeah. <laughs> say, uh, Shame. What do you normally use that for? Tina, bring me my lunch. <laughs> I normally use it for this. It's like I have it here just so I can use it for shame. I like it. Well, shame, shamed I do feel. So listen, here's the deal. Beffy Dino, she sent a message in a place where I can't reply to her, so you'd have to send me an actual email or include it in the message, but I absolutely want to make good on that. I don't know how I missed it. I'm usually pretty good at the prizes. Sometimes I go out late, but I almost always get them. 
Almost. So, uh, clearly I missed this one, and I would really like that not to be the case. So, please ping me, and I will hook you up for sure. Yeah, because I'm looking to see... I only have one email that I can find from Beffy Dino, and it was about Big Fat Quiz of the Year. So, she must have emailed you directly. I think, yeah, this one was on the website. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I do have her email address, though. Let me look for... Can I search through the entirety of all sheets? Here we go. Okay. Well, I can I can give you her address right now, not uh, uh, verbally. Uh, well, yeah, no, no, no. Put it, put it, yeah. Go ahead and do that either way. What I'm trying to do yeah. is see what day it was on the chat on the um on the in in the in which sheet did it appear? But I can't find it either in here. In which tab of our of our notes? But anyway, yeah. If you don't mind, just like in Discord or something, toss that in there. It's right there in Discord. I'm a right hooker up. Chat. I'm a hooker up. That's you're gonna a, you're you're a hooker. I'm up? a hook. I'm a hooker what? up. Hooker up, not down up. <laughs> hey, does anybody out there familiar with the uh, 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 Zoom know why it auto is it is it auto Zoom and is that why they call it Zoom? Because it doesn't it crops way down on every camera. It doesn't matter who you are. Like I got mm-hmm. a much croppier version of Brian. <laughs> croppier. Mm-hmm. Croppier <laughs> doesn't mean crappier. Just croppier. Crappier, yeah. It's crop. It crops me down, way down, uh, and everybody I get in here does. Is that by design? Is there a way to not have that happen? I or, wonder if you uh, were doing a show with um, the guy who runs the dice at the craps table. If it would be a crappier crop of a croupier, it would be. It would be, and then some. A crappier crappier croupier. Croup, crappy cro- cro- I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with that one. Dad um, joke. Hello, welcome to the dad jokes, everybody. I don't know. I kind of liked it. You want to hear the worst dad joke I've heard in days? Hey, Brian, who, uh, what state has the smallest soft drinks? I don't know, Scott. What state has the smallest soft drinks? Minnesota. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Wow, something actually fell off my desk. Oh, <laughs> good. I don't know. Like, oh, good. Like good. A, probably a 3D print of a baby Yoda just dove off the side of my desk to. Uh, That's exactly what you want. Harakari. Uh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible joke. It's an old joke. It's a terrible joke. It's a dad joke. We all are worse for hearing it. Okay. Uh, another message came in from. I don't know. Alaska. Yeah. Alaska. <laughs> uh, see, these sound like front sentences, but really they're states. Get it, everybody? Get it? <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, Rishi B. We don't have B. Actually, we do have Rishi B. He, he, uh, yeah. We do like, like Rishi, Rishi B. That's right. He wrote yeah. in, uh, said this. Uh, say one day you were contacted by the federal government to create a task force to address anything you wanted. What would your task force issue be? And uh, who would you want along with you to do it? So Ooh. so this is interesting, right? Now, it's almost like this okay. is like a PM right. type, type <laughs> question. It kind of becomes an easy one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're going to be super... I mean, technically, there is a task force. Whether they're doing great or not is a great question. So it's easy mm. for me to say, well, I'd like one on COVID-19, please. But I, uh, it's, we're obviously not going to say that. That's silly. No, it'd be silly to say. I'm going to say I want a task force on uh, talking in movie theaters, on movie theater, movie theater etiquette, movie like theater it. etiquette task force. I like it. That's, the MTETF. That's not Meteft. bad. That's not bad. Um, and who would go, who would be my partner in crime? Mm. Or my my uh, who would head it up, or who would? Let's say, I guess I would head it up. Who would I who would I want along with me in it? 
uh i think genie because genie um i thought i had zero f's genie has genie's f's are on the number scale uh to the left of zero yeah she has negative f's to give negative f's to give Mm -hmm. yeah like you'd have to give her f's just to get her to zero f's to give she has inverted f's that's what she has that's right uh okay fair enough i like that one i like it yeah um okay mine is uh i would like a federal task force to be formed on um online behavior accountability oh i like that a lot yeah Mm -hmm. and here's what it would be if you're gonna say something Mm -hmm. and you're gonna stir up a bunch of shite you should be you should you're you're you should have to be you should have to be yourself and not some fake name yeah you shouldn't be a fake name you shouldn't be like I'm, you know, Bill Bixby 4000. Like, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know why I chose him. That is the funniest name to just pull out of a hat. Bill Bixby. Four, 400? Bill Bixby 400? Or 4000? 4000. 4000. 4000. Sounds like a robot. Now, here's the I'm problem. The Bill Bixby 4000. Here's the problem. I'm, Regardless of, uh, of party. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> no, you would not. I must get on the road Uncle and Martin. keep moving. Play sad Martin, piano. Please. Play sad piano music. Beep boop beep. <laughs> um, I directed Blossom a whole lot. Okay, anyway. Uh, oh, so, did he? Okay. Yeah, he did. He was a regular director on Blossom. Was his mother a car? Or uh, am I thinking of a different? Uh, his mother was a car. So he was my favorite Martian. He was uh, Incredible Hulk. Right. Wasn't oh. or the magician or something? Well, there was another show that like what was the third oh, big? I don't know. <laughs> Bill Bixby show. Bill. <laughs> Bixby. The Magician. Okay, Icor and uh, TV's Travis confirmed The Magician. Oh, right. okay. Well, I don't know. I don't even know what oh, that is. Oh, Courtship of Eddie's Father. I think that might be the one I'm thinking of. Courtship of Eddie's Father. I don't even know what that is. Let's see. <laughs> These he was, are all... Uh, he was only 59 when he died. That sucks. Um. All right, let's see here. I'm looking. I'm yeah, looking. yeah. The Widower, Tom Corbett, played by Bill Bixby, who was a magazine publisher, and his young son, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Brandon Cruz. I knew it was a. Uh, I knew his mother, father, something was in the in the title like that. He also hosted that True Confessions show, which I remember when I was uh, oh, in my teen years. It was no. like a kind of like a, I don't know, uh, which is one of those shows where it's like, oh, a criminal did a thing, and now here's the true confession sort of reality type like show. Like a um, like a um, uns- not an unsolved yeah, it's kind of like that. Kind though. of along those lines. Yes, okay. that format of dude standing uh-huh. around in a suit commentating in, on case law in a dark a, studio with a single spotlight on him <laughs> now we turn to a story from schenectady new york by a man named bill bixby 4000 who yeah. committed a crime back in that's basically it you basically <laughs> described it um he had a long he had a long storied career wow started in 61 mm-hmm. and uh was in the andy griffith show an episode of that uh, all the way up until his final acting job was in 1993, which was the same year he passed away. He was a cop in an episode of Blossom, which he also directed. Well done, Bill Bixby. Good career. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. 59's too young, though. That sucks. Prostate cancer. Damn. Yeah. Those are bad. All right. Uh, b- anyway, by the way, uh, yeah. uh, your task force, Scott. Yeah, my task force was the whole point. So I want to yes. do online accountability. Here's the problem. Regardless of, regardless of party affiliation, everyone's going to scream... Uh, censorship or tracking or you know they're gonna freak out mm-hmm. it's not what I'm asking for what I'm asking for is if you're gonna be a dick do it to, like in real life Brian you wouldn't allow somebody to be in the other room on a 
on a on a what do you call those? Uh, uh, what are the bullhorn? Horn? A bullhorn in the other room, going, "Hey, Brian, I hear your penis is only a half inch long." And then runs, and you never get I to hear identify your him. Penis <laughs> is only a half inch. I keep this next to the uh, my shame <laughs> bell, by the way. <laughs> Great, those that's where it belongs. They belong there together. Um, and a stack of uh, stack of uh, burnable CDs right. for some reason. What are you ever gonna burn those? What are you gonna do with them? Um, I burn those when I get um, M4P files that I have to convert to MP3s. Oh, gotcha. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. I also you can't do it. You have to burn them to a CD and then rip the CD back to your computer. It's you ever stupid. you ever hang one outside to keep the birds away from uh, stuff? You ever do that? No. No. It works great. So you just take oh, they they just purely into solid state media. Like they freak out. <laughs> yeah, like, they, don't, they don't like optical discs. Yeah. Uh, optical discs. No. But actually, kinda, because what it does is it uh the rainbowy effect of that weird underside mm. is so reflecty and weird in the sun, birds hate it and they just flee from it. So it's kinda like having uh when you do the plastic bag filled with water, hang it from a tree to scare away mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of that Same idea. Kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get weird light refraction in it. They don't like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's what you should do with those discs. Is what I'm saying. That's the whole bottom line of this entire story. Excellent. Forget about sh- uh, online shaming or any of that. That's it's right. Task force, blah blah blah. This is really just a way to get me to reuse to upcycle <laughs> my uh, my CDs. <laughs> upcycle. I like the term upcycle. That's upcycle. Good. Yeah, it's good. I yes. like it a lot. Man, Audacity can't open MP M4Ps. What can't? Audacity can't. Audacity can't, and at least the the version of Audacity that I have can't do it. Audition yeah. will, but it will not let you because save. Because the DRM, it won't do. It won't let you save out to it, but you can open them and then export them. So if you gotcha. yeah. if you want to exactly. make it, like I do that with the, the ones you give me. Oh no, you're well, those, those are M four A's. Those have no those have no DRM. M four P's have DRM. And That's a good point. They are they are blocked from me being able to use them in any of the programs that I. That I use. Yeah, M4A is no problem. Yeah, but, I take uh, it back. They don't work in uh, Audition either. I'm thinking of M4As. M4As, yeah. yeah. Which are also a dumb format. But it's okay. It really is a dumb format. Yeah. I'm glad iTunes does not use those anymore, but I bought a lot of albums from Apple when they did have that crappy... Well, that was the time we were in. You, you did. That's what you did. Yeah, yeah. That's what you did. They were doing, you know, we all got the best we could. Now we're doing it in different ways. It's great. It's all part of the process. We're there. Oh, hello, Kitty. Hello. Brian showing Hi. his kitty on the air. Oh, my name is uh, Not a euphemism. <laughs> anyway, thank you, uh, Rishi B. We do like Rishi B's, and we appreciate you uh, asking that question. Okay. Dunaway's going to come in here. We're going to have a contest and uh, give some stuff away. Cool. Let's do that. Uh, did you want to include that uh, weird code I have in this today, or no? We well, can do it a different day. Oh yes, let's do that. And um, if they, how about this? If they don't have VR, mm-hmm. then we give them that. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. And what was it okay. anyway? Oh, it was a voodoo code for yeah. a copy of a thing. All right, you know what it is. You yes. know the name. Yes, I'm pi- typing in here. Excellent. Uh, all right. While we uh, prepare for that, let's get this part up. Oh, geez, too much shit going here. Okay, there we go. All right, how about this? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Babel Royale. Yes, a chance for you to win prizes at the expense of our bad knowledge of various things. Uh, joining us, as he always does, is Mr. Brian Dunaway. Hello. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hello. How are you? Good. You? Good. You want a phone or something? What are you on there? 
<laughs> what are you on? I am on, a, I am on a headset. Is it quieter than you usual? Sound, you actually sound good to me. Do you yeah. not sound good? No, you sound good. You're a little good? quieter than usual, but I can crank you up. It's not a problem. Well, hey, let me see. Let me look. Let me look at my settings. I got you cranked. I, I could use a little more crank if, if you got any. <laughs> got any more crank? Yeah. No crank two, though. That was a bad movie. Crank one was fun. Two was stupid. Two was poo. Yeah, two was poo. Is that, is that louder now? What about now? that kitty cat? Why is he so fluffy? Well, you never know. <laughs> is this is this your new level? Is this where is this where I've got you? Is this where you're gonna be? Oh, oh second. Yeah. How about here? How oh, about, is that any better? Much better. Yep, you're good. Okay. Yeah. I went. I went 100. I went 100. percent Oh, okay. Ooh, you're uh, choppy, weird, but it sounds like a local thing. Oh, is it, wait, wait. Okay. Well, this is. I don't usually do it from this computer, so maybe that's. It might, the, it might just take a minute to figure it. Yeah, it may not be a big deal. How about it, how about I take take off the automatic determine input sensitivity? What that's probably that's probably the thing that's doing it. Is it is that better? Yes. Now you're not clipping. Well done. You no, not, you're not clipping. You not only found the problem, but you solved it in the same sentence. I am so proud of you today. I can barely stand it. Uh, anyway, hey, welcome to the thing. We're gonna welcome the listener on here as well and see if uh, we can win them some prizes today. Hi, thanks for holding. Yeah. Who's this? Uh, this is Chris, uh, Delta New Guy in the chat. Well, hello, Chris. Are you a first-time caller? I am. Oh, that's Absolutely. fantastic. Well, I've tried a couple times. First time I got through. All right, but, uh, awesome. I love that. Working from home last few weeks for all this uh, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect timing. And also, well, <laughs> less than great timing, but still good timing. And uh, we're glad you're here because I like new, new players is good. Uh, we like that. So, Brian, explain to Chris uh, how this works, what he could win, and what we'll have to do to make that happen. Well, it's going to take a lot of work from all all four of us, really. We're all going to have to work together mm. uh, in these uncertain times. All hey, right. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. It's a drinking game, by the way. Every time somebody says, in these uncertain times, you take a drink. Mm. Uh, if one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Chris, your job is going to be to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for... The carryover prizes from Monday, uh, the Steam Carnival Games VR, courtesy of Dwayne Coyle, the uh, Worms Revolution game, courtesy of Mush Potatoes, and two new games we're adding, Contagion and Medal of Honor. Big thanks to Wesley for supplying those. Now, if, do you have a VR system, by the way? I do not. Uh, Chris? He does not. Oh, do not. oh listen to this All thing. Right. We got a plan. And we will sub in mm -hmm. something amazing. Uh, in place of uh, Steam Carnival Games VR, you're, you'll get a digital copy of Dirty Dancing. Yes, the <laughs> Jennifer Grey Patrick Swayze film. <laughs> Wait. Wait. VR. Yeah, yeah. Nobody puts that movie in a corner. You're getting it. And Chris, Chris is going to say, you know what? I'll go ahead and just buy an Oculus. Yeah. Uh, go. <laughs> what kind of code is this? Is a voodoo code? What is it? Yeah. Yes, it is a voodoo code, actually. Um, oh no, they just got bought off by Fandango. You better hurry up and use it. Why? <laughs> Fandango's not going to destroy them. They'll, it'll be okay. It'll be they fine. might not honor those codes. Oh, yeah, they'll totally honor honoring them. those codes for um, for six months or something. Probably. Who, who gave us this? Oh, Hold on. probably. Who, yeah, probably. I got to find out who gave us that so we can give them credit. It was. Uh, crap. I got to find this because I hate when we don't give credit. Okay, here we go. Uh, this came to me. Uh, oh, okay. It was a private message on Twitter and I can't find it. All right. We'll give them credit okay. later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you could be the, the happy winner of that fantastic 1987 uh, class. Happy wiener. Happy wiener. Yeah. 
It's something to uh, put in the background while you play Contagion, Medal of Honor, and Worms Revolution. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's how I'd look at it. All right. Uh, well, awesome. What's our topic? I'm so hey, excited now. Hey, baby, I want to know if you'll be my girl. <laughs> uh, all right. So the topic today comes to us from, oh, I don't have the person's name in front of me. I'm just oh, as bad. My. I'm just as bad, right? I'm just but, as uh, bad. Yep. You're as bad. Just as bad. Um, so we've talked about James Bond before. I had you name James Bond villains at one point. I think I had you name James Bond uh, title songs at, mm-hmm. at another point. This time, I want you to name James Bond performing artists, the musicians that perform the songs that uh, are in the uh, the movies, the James Bond films. So the, the performers, the artists, the singers... Um, that are in these uh, these title sequences where Bond dances on the edge of a gun and naked ladies okay. bounce on trampolines. And it, and it doesn't necessarily what need happens? to be that they they wrote it and performed it. It could be that they just performed it or they just wrote it. Yeah, or... I don't care about the writer. Oh, okay. I don't care about the writer. Okay. Oh, you don't care about the writer. Wow, this. Yeah, robot. <laughs> no, Max Headroom, I don't care about the writer. <laughs> Fine. Ooh, he is Al Max Headroom. Say some words again. Totally Am I Max Headroom, headroom right now? now? Yeah, you're like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> about now. Great. Let's hear it now. Say about now, do I need do I need to like hang up and call back? No, you're, no you're better now. Great, I say don't change a damn thing. I yeah, love it. Yeah, don't change. We can still hear you, and that's good enough. So you're good. That's right. Uh, Blue Ridge John, by the way, is the person who uh, who sent this in to me. Oh, nice. All right. Well, yes. Now that you've given your credit, I'll do mine later. Okay, good. Um, all right. So, uh, Chris, now that you've heard the the topic, by the way, there are 27 songs on this list but um the same person did three of them and there's a couple questionable ones so i'm gonna say 20 <laughs> roughly 25 24 25 names you what, can what what's the noise it makes yeah, again? do that again he thinks we mean brian's noise but we're making your you, you made this noise brian i'm gonna play the equivalent of this <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh my God! Yeah. You hold God, am I like in a bad '70s sci-fi flick right now, or yeah. what? Totally, dude. Totally. That's right. All right, that sorry. That woman over there is my mother. Use it for your your soap opera. Yeah. Oh, oh, did there we you have go. a trivia contest? Yeah. What's that? What? Yeah, that's actually what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, okay. What we got. Yeah. <laughs> So that's you, really what's happening here. Yeah. So you're gonna you're about right. to, to tell him something. What were you I'm about say? to ask Chris something. Chris, uh, after all that, if you still remember how this game works, who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> and uh who do you want to go first? Uh well I will pick Scott to win and Brian. All right. Brian first, Scott, Scott to win. Scott to win. Okay. Me first? Yep. You first. Just like Sweet. yesterday. It's like yesterday or sorry, right. like Monday, except uh, it went bad for me. But I think we'll be okay today. I feel good about it. Nobody, f- nobody, nobody puts baby in the corner. Is that what you're about to <laughs> say? Nobody puts baby in the corner. No, but I'm, I'm, okay. So we're doing artists for uh, 007. So they've they've performed or sung one of the 007 songs. Correct. 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 Yes. Okay, so one I always think of, and where there's a, there's two of them that I always think of, and one of them is uh, Tina Turner. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially since always, we just recently saw her. Yeah. Uh, Yes, yes, and it always feels like she's a little drunk. I don't yeah. know if it, is, is this me. Yeah, it's just you. 
<laughs> she does sound a little drunk. I like it. It always sounds like she just got through drinking. Yeah. Who runs Golden Eye? <laughs> Tina Turner runs Golden Eye. Uh, that's right. Tina Turner, Golden Eye, 1995. We just watched it for film sex. So, of yep, course, yep. it should be right there in the back of your, your mind. All in right. my head. Uh, uh, Casino Royale's Chris Cornell. Oh, that's good, a good Chris one. Cornell. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I love that one. Do you know the name of the song he sang? Um, if you don't, you lose. When the sky falls. No, um, hold on. Let me think. Um, it's. Um, oh, when you did that, it reminded me of something. I know. Oh, go ahead. Uh, it's bad. Come um, on, you know the name. Do I know the name? You know the name. It's just had all those flowers and cool stuff and the casino colors, and I don't remember. Uh, it was okay, called. It's called Ru- you know my name. Oh yeah, right. Break <laughs> yeah. this rusty cage. Break this rusty cage. Got it. Break okay. this rusty cage. Double seven. <laughs> 007. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding out my eye. Okay. Continue. Something, something Scott said reminded me that Adele did Skyfall. <laughs> was it was it the fact that Skyfall? Oh, Skyfall. Oh, we did. I was oh, like, oh, hey, wait, it's not right, but for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Adele is correct. Uh, 2012 Skyfall Adele. Okay. Good, because I still have one more. Um,. Oh, geez. Uh, uh, Shirley Bassey. Oh, she's a good one to pick because yeah. you wipe out three movies with uh, one oh, Shirley really? Bassey. Yeah, she did. Yeah, one ones. Bassey, three movies. Uh, Diamonds Are Forever, Goldfinger, and Moonraker all performed by Shirley oh, Bassey. She's a favorite. About five, you know, well, let's see. 64, 71, and 79 mm-hmm. were the, uh, uh, the years that she recorded her deals. Sure. One of the few... Uh, Albums that I had what was that that uh, from any James Bond movie had the Duran Duran song. Sure, View to a Kill, right yeah. from 1985. Uh, Christopher Walken in that one, Grace Jones, and Duran Duran. That was theme. Yeah, I love that, and I also got what Top Gun a couple of years after that or so. Is that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh right. yeah. One of my favorite soundtracks. Oh right. Wait, did that happen? I guess that happened. Yeah, that did, that did happen. Um, uh, right. Duran Duran even made a video of it, and they blew up the Eiffel Tower with uh, Simon Le Bon on it, I think. So I don't remember which one. Well, I guess they blew up a postcard. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember the movie it was in, but didn't Tom Jones do one? Tom Ooh. Jones absolutely did one. He did Thunderball, and Thunder. he strikes like Thunderball. There it is. Yep. 1965, Tom Jones and uh, right. It's not unusual. By, uh, which they tried to remake for um, the Sean Connery Never Say Never Again out of canon. It's basically a remake of Thunderball, and it sucks. It does suck. What a what a mess. Yeah. What did they it's make that It's out of canon. For? It's not uh, uh, the broccoli people. The broccoli people <laughs> have broccoli uh, people. disowned that movie. They, the they broccoli say it's not people. Out of canon, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so now I'm gonna now I'm now I'm 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 kind of mm-hmm. racking my brain. I can't think of can't think of anything else. Oh, go, it's too bad. I'm gonna go with uh, ACDC Thunder, <laughs> the, the great 007 truck. It's Thunderstruck. That's right. Yeah. You gotta love. You gotta love Thunderstruck. The uh, yeah. the film. Thunderstruck. Uh, yeah. Thunderstruck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, play great that. Play that uh, buzzer noise, Scott. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> you lose. I knew some more of these. Can I tell you the more I knew? Sure. Of course. I bet you got a few of these. Uh, I, this is for our friend Icewarm. Garbage did one, yeah, didn't they? Oh, did. that's yes. right. I don't remember the world what is one. Not enough. 
Yeah. I don't remember any of the movie names, weirdly. Really? The world is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. For uh, didn't uh, Sheena Easton do something once? For your eyes only oh. in 1981. For your the, eyes uh, only. The first dance at my uncle, uh, my uncle's first wedding. Yeah. My uncle. My uncle. My uncle. My uncle. My uncle. Uncle Mongo. Uh, we, now, I don't know if this would have counted because I wasn't sure because it isn't out yet. But Billie Eilish has got that new one. She's, oh. she's on my list. The song's been released, so I would have been, I would have allowed it because we've all heard the song. No time that. to die. Yeah, and then the last one. Oh, I have two more. I didn't say this in, other one. In early. Quarantine, plenty of time to die. There's <laughs> <laughs> not no time to die. I didn't say this one because I wasn't sure if it was solo or with wings. But Paul McCartney did the "Live and Let Die" business. Well, you could have said just Paul McCartney, or you could have said Wings, or you could have said Paul McCartney and Wings, because it is Paul McCartney and Wings, 1973. And you would have taken just Paul McCartney. I would have taken any of those three answers Okay, for that one. And then the last yes. one I would have known was, Nobody Does It Better with Carly Simon. Bye. Carly Simon, very good. Yep, very oh, good. You had wow. a lot in your, uh, your you bag did. of tricks, and your quiver was still full of arrows. Yeah, I had quiver um, full of arrows. My here's quiver. all the other ones you could have said. All right. Everyone forgets Aha, and I think they had a great, uh, theme oh, for the living daylights. Nice. Right. Yeah, that was good. Gladys Knight had license to kill. That was kind of forgettable. Yeah. Uh, Jack yeah. White and Alicia Keys for Quantum of Solace. What? John Barry did the original James Bond theme for Dr. No. Lulu, the man with the golden gun. Mm. Uh, Madonna, Die Another Day. Oh, Matt Monroe. Madonna. 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 Matt Monroe from Russia with Love. Nancy Sinatra, You Only Live Twice. Rita Coolidge with her all-time high because they didn't want a song called Octopussy. Um, (laughs) Sam Smith, uh, Writing on the Wall. Writings on the Wall for Spectre. Sheryl Crow, Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, performed by the John Barry Orchestra. Nice, nice. I feel so stupid. I feel like uh, yeah, I did got, all right. I got Madonna. Come on now. I remembered well, I all know. the. I remembered all the kind of semi recent, th- or you know, things that were in my range of like when I cared. But any of that old sixty stuff, I, except Sir Shirley Bassey, like I don't remember any of that stuff. Oh, I guess I yeah. knew Tom Jones, but I didn't know when he did it. I mean, oh. it's, it's hard to say, you know, I mean, Goldfinger is such a classic. It's it's one of the best. I think Chris Cornell's is uh, yeah. is fantastic on the list. I'm a big fan of the AHA, Living Daylights. Um, it is good. It's I can't believe I forgot that one. That one's great. Duran Duran, View to a Kill feels like a James Bond yes. song. Garbage. Uh, uh, they're actually all, they're all pretty great. There are a couple of bummers, but. Yeah, I mean, Rita Coolidge, All Time High, could have just been FM radio. 80s garbage yeah yeah and the, and the uh, tina turner one is not anything the that, tina turner one also yes i like her but there's like a youtube, a YouTube playlist with all this on it i wonder oh, if sean bean will die in this one <laughs> i'm your golden eye your golden eye for money i'll do what you want me to do <laughs> you down you know a plane we, or zap <laughs> down in russia whatever <laughs> you want me to do any old province will do exactly by the way i got an email from somebody who says i clap a lot when i laugh at brian i do i totally do oh. <laughs> i give scott the clap that's awesome yeah you give me the clap just nice job uh chris, chris chris you chose wisely today well done good job on that i feel great absolutely that's awesome yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get you your prizes now here's how it works as you probably know you need to send brian a email at coverville at gmail.com he will send you everything, including Dirty Dancing, instead of the VR option. Uh, and then all that other cool stuff. Yep, uh, that's all you got to do. Coverville at gmail.com. He will hook you up, and you 
are today's winner. Congratulations. Yes. Dice Tomato points out that um, Muse has a song, uh, Supremacy, that sounds like a James Bond song. I, mm. I second that. I feel like if Muse mm. does not get picked for the next James, the next theme for a James Bond movie, somebody's not doing their job because Muse would be a perfect. We yeah, didn't. We, we were too late to get Queen to do a James Bond theme, and they would have been fantastic. So let's get Muse. Muse Supremacy. I'm trying to... Okay, I'm just to play a tiny bit of this so I don't get in trouble, but I want to hear this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, that song totally James Bondy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Propellerheads did a remix of Honor Majesty's Secret Service. They did not do the original. Uh, John Barry Orchestra did the original. Plus, the mm-hmm. Propellerheads are propeller se- do a great cover of it, and they are severely lacking in content. The Propellerheads. I think the Propellerheads were uh, just a little spinning thing on a beanie when the movie Honor <laughs> Majesty's Secret Service came out. I think you're probably right. <laughs> All right, Dunaway, you did great, man. And uh, boy, I-, I didn't do great. I think the problem is. Uh, since we watched the 007, I've stopped watching the 007 channel on Pluto TV, and I guess I just oh. off my game. I've switched over to the Cult channel, and I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching. You're watching Cult. the Naked Adventures of Hercules. Is what oh, you're watching. I am watching the Naked Adventures. No, That's it, great. <laughs> That's very adventurous. Um, they dubbed Lou Ferrigno. Ooh, dubbed Lou Ferrigno mm. with laser lights. Yeah. Why aren't we watching that for film sake? What's wrong with us? What if it was streaming somewhere, what well, is, but with ads on Pluto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't do that. No, I not with ads. Say, I still say Green Hornet. Green yeah. Hornet. I don't, I'm not, I remember hating that movie, but I'm taking Brian's word for it that it's that It's, it's uh, sackable. sackable. I remember it being oh, very blah. I remember. I think the only thing I remember is is uh, Cato kicking a, a bottle cap, like kicking a beer bottle cap off a bottle and having it zing across the room into a yeah. villain's face or something. Is that really a thing or am I? I don't know. Is that totally I, no I, effect? I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Who? So who, yeah, who played, great is it's based on a, a TV series that right. with Jackie Chan and that. <laughs> Jackie the, Chan. The, no, no, no. It was not, the, not, it, not the original TV series. Yeah, no. the original TV series <laughs> no. was uh, was um, Bruce Lee was in there. Bruce Lee. What yeah. did I say? You Jackie said Jackie Chan. Chan yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And not, and you wonder why you won today. Yeah, I'm mean, like working at half. Uh, I'm working at a half middle capacity today for some reason. I get it. I get you. It would have been. A, he would have been a good fit for the re, for the movie though. The 2011 movie. Right. Yeah. I would have been better than well. Wait, who they use? I shouldn't say it was better. I don't used, remember now. Uh, Cho, uh, Jeff Cho or Jay Cho. Jay Cho. Jay Cho. Jay Cho. Oh, that guy. Well, all right. But you got Christoph Waltz. Yeah. You've got Edward James. Almost. You got David Harbor. Tom Wilkinson. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brian says it's it's sacky. Then let's do it. I say we do it. And and it's directed by Michael Gondry, which is a bummer. Because it's it's not Michael Gondry esque like uh, oh, I see what you mean. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is is so fantastic because of his direction. Yeah, and I agree. Green Hornet is it's a weird thing for him to direct, even be involved. It really in. is. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. All right, yeah. uh, do you see? There's a picture floating around of um, he just <laughs> said his name. Why can't I think of his name all of a sudden? Uh, <laughs> why can't I think of his name? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? <laughs> a picture of Seth Rogen, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, and some other rapper. They're all smoking mm-hmm. pot. And oh yeah, I saw Seth, that. Seth Rogen's yeah. uh, pot cigarette thing is a cross. So it's <laughs> it's a main cigarette, and then a, up up toward the top, there's a T, and then the T is two other burning ends. 
He somehow made like a, a little uh, like a, effigy uh, there. Like smoke three joints at, at once kind of thing. Like yeah. he's got Kylo yeah. Ren's uh, one yeah. hitter. Yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> and that's not, it's called a cross joint, the chat says. I've never heard of that. Is that a thing? I've never heard of that either. And I, you know, I live in Colorado. How is this possible? I've never mm-hmm. seen Pineapple Express. So if that's in there, I didn't know it. That maybe that explains it. Oh, there's a video Captain Kipper has here. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, but it that's is. uh that's Naked Adventures of Hercules that Captain Kipper just put in there. Oh. Oh yeah. Listen to this. Is this actual music from the Naked Adventures of Hercules? It, it can't be. Oh, look at this. Well, look at that incredible Hulk. Wow. Dude, he's this a, is definitely not the original music. No, he's a beast though. He's a big man. He's still he, <laughs> he he looks cooler now than he did then. If you've seen him lately at like yeah. a con or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. he looks badass. Oh, sure. So cool looking. It's the beard. Like the, the mustache and beard really made Lou yeah. Ferrigno. All right. Pops and recline. The, the, weird, the yeah. weird, incredible Hulk green shaved face look on him was just not, not right. Okay. This is, okay. Baby How to roll a cross joint with Seth Rogen. Hi there. This is Seth Rogen. And this is how you roll a cross joint. I should just. Okay, how many is, seconds until he laughs? Uh, oh, let's find out. Let's take a bet. I'm going to say uh, 30 seconds in is my, my guess. He got his laugh. I can't do his laugh. <laughs> I don't think I can do it either. It's four in the morning. Right yeah. All right, let's see and if he does it. that's when I'm doing this. So that's just what's happening. Here's what you need. Weed, a grinder, one small piece of cardboard, and two rolling papers, one big one, and one slightly smaller one. You start with so far, rolling one he's not... really big fat joint. Okay. This is going to be the main section of your can, cross. Can you only can, can you only do this with porn music in the background? Joint. By the way, <laughs> one would there wonder. Also, they're doing a lot of wipe cuts, which means stuff's taken longer than he had intended, yeah. and he's yeah. stoned out of his mind. Now what you're gonna I didn't realize he was still like Mr. Potman. I thought he was like. Oh yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Okay. Well, now he lives in a they state had, where he can. They had him do and uh, Snoop the on. Next thing uh, you need. Which is a sewing um, Howard Stern for a joint interview. Oh, I'm showing interview. A joint <laughs> interview. <laughs> oh, okay. You put a needle through the middle of your your thing. Now what you do? Okay. So really, it's just it's just a joint with armature. Is all it is. Oh, he almost laughed. Dang it, he almost laughed. But when it's close enough. See, listen. When he now says, when it comes to pot, that's not funny. When he was said, work the hole, he almost laughed. Here, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. Okay. I'm gonna start to shove. Get. All the way through, but when it's close enough. Hold on. Oh. Okay, there he goes. Oh, there, there, yeah, there it was. Yeah, yeah, there it was. yeah, here it comes. Work the hole. Work the hole. Ah, uh, you almost had it. it. Uh, I think he's too stoned <laughs> to laugh. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> All right, well, anyway. Uh, there you have it. Uh, hey, Dunaway, we had a great boop show on Monday. People should go download that and listen to it. We it great. did. Yeah. It was fantastic. Hey, guess Are what I got? talking about Animal Crossing? Are you done? <laughs> yeah, talking we're not about talking Animal about Crossing? it. We'll never be done talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> this past week on the boop show. What's Scott, you're saying you got? You I, got, got I got a code to that drug dealer thing you got. Um, Excellent. What's it called? Uh, drug, drug, drug dealer simulator. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, and I'll I guess be you, streaming that. I'll be streaming that tonight. And you run around literally in this game. It's first person game. You run around and there's a guy behind an alley and he's like, "Dude, I need to get me some whatever." And you're like making deals and slinging hash. It's get just, out of here, Seth Rogen. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a real weird, controversial game. Ten years ago, this game would have caused all kinds of freak out, but today nobody cares. 
Uh, anyway, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so check that out, The Boop Show, and also Film Sack this weekend where you get more Brian Dunaway in your life. Brian Dunaway, yeah. any final words of wisdom before I cut you off? Uh, Bye, Scott and Brian. That was it? Mm. Jeez. That's it. Apparently that's all we get. Lame. All right, fine. Lame. Fine, whatever. All right, Brian, it's time that's for... That's what we get. With, what we get. It is what we get. Let's do a little news brought to you by... Your CBS special event. No, it's not. It's Dusk Mountain Blues by Destin J. Munden. It's a science fiction space opera western. Great for fans of The Expanse, X-Men, Firefly, Mass Effect, Borderlands, and Red Dead Redemption. Oh, love all that stuff. The Caldwells have one goal in life, to be left alone. They've been living on the backwater planet of Sadar for years, or Kadar for years, smuggling and scavenging their way to a comfortable life on their homestead. But... You know the saying about all good things, Mm. they come to an end. The civilization wasn't content with falling apart the first time and has finally caught wind of the old boys and girls on their little rock in the middle of nowhere. Ain't nothing much they can do except about that, though, except fight them. It all comes down to all three generations of Caldwells as they fend for everything they call home. Available on ebook and paperback on Amazon and also available on Kindle Unlimited, Dusk Mountain Blues by Destin J. Munden. Very cool. All Those right. Mountain blues. Ooh. We're getting a song. Hold on. Yeah, Keep going. Wire clapped. All right. Yeah. You want to see me fall across the floor to you. Oh, yeah. This is good. Well, you want to hear me beg you to take me back. Wow. I'm glad to do Okay. Keep going. Let's, this is let's really good, though. I mean, yeah. I love that. That's actually one of my favorite songs, is Bell Bottom Blues by uh, Eric Clapton. There's a weird thing going on with lighting in here, or it makes it look mm. like there's a hole in my chin. What's going on? Yeah, with that? it makes it look like there's a sunburned stripe right across the top of your chin. Let's turn that off. It's not much better. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Oh, well, it's a little better. Is it a little better? Ooh, you're yellow. Am I yellow now? You're yellow now. Oh, I am a little yellow. Ah, what are you gonna do? No, I'll do? work on my right. lighting later. All right, everybody, just calm yourselves down. Let's do some news. Cool. Here you go. Sure. Uh, Venice Beach Skate Park got filled with sand. So you know like a skate park where the kids go and they do the skating? Right, the ramps and the, the half pipes and stuff like that. Yeah, the dips and the and the, and the cement and everything. They filled it up with sand to deter gatherings amid the safer at home order. So that's how far they went. Woo! Wow. Stupid kids. Get out of there. Kids Actually, can just bring their their uh their surf like the surfboards you can surf on sand like those uh that take them to sand dunes and stuff. Yeah, you could just uh just do one of those. Yeah. And, oh, problem solved. Now we're now we're surfing. Everybody, everybody's Venice sand Beach. surfing exactly. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> here's the thing. So we never had a lockdown or so far anyway, we haven't had a lockdown that was so hardcore that you couldn't Well, I don't actually I don't know if this is true. Like I don't know if the skate parks here were closed or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know California had a pretty hardcore thing. And California by the way, did, yeah. it vastly, drastically reduced reduced their death rate. Totally did. Um, however, it works. I mean, you can't you can't argue with the fact that that social distancing did did work to reduce the number of of cases. Right. They also sent, have some of the more angry protesters there because they all want their well, uh, sure. they all want yeah. their Applebee's back, Brian. That's what they want. <laughs> Why to go back and get my riblets? My riblets. They're not going to eat themselves. Anyway. Oh, uh, is that the, wow. Blue Ridge John found a photo of them filling the skate park with sand. I mean, it's like a, they're using a bulldozer to do this. Oh, business. no way. Let's see this. Oh, my gosh, dude. 
<laughs> Look at that. That looks I thought expensive. It'd be like, you know, they just bring in some uh, Home Depot orange buckets and dump some sand in like the, the pits and the ramps and stuff. Yeah. But they're dead serious about this. And it's like, all right, kids, um, somebody's going to have to sweep all that out. Yeah. No, this is a job. This is a job on both ends. This was hard to do to, to begin with. And now it's going to get worse because then when you when you're done with all this, you got to go clean that out. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's nightmarish. Uh, you know what? That's jobs. That's jobs. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. It, it will be. So there's your yeah. there's your tax money. Hard at work. Wow. Oh, that's cool. The Blue Ridge. I just put another photo in there. That's a like a drone view of this thing. I've actually walked. I've walked on that uh, that area of uh, Venice Beach before. It's right next to the Strand. You can see the Strand go across the top of that photo. And um, I think I've yeah, been I've, here too. I've, this is all very familiar to me. Yeah. Venice Beach is gorgeous. Yeah, I love it. It's pretty Beach. there. So here's what I'm thinking. Obviously, T-shirt shop pizza place. T-shirt shop pizza place. T-shirt shop pizza place. <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. Uh, so, okay. So my take after seeing this, when I had heard about this story, I thought mm-hmm. they filled it. Like, filled it. Oh, like to the, where you didn't see any ground underneath it. Yes. Like it was in, like an ancient <laughs> burial ground. But no. Oh, jeez. They just put enough in there to see you can't skate in there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll get about... Uh, two-thirds of the ramp clean because of, of the slope, and then you'll go right into a pile of sand where your your uh, skateboard stops and the rest of you doesn't. Yeah. That's the end of that business. Uh, well, it looks like there's a little bit of... I mean, you could... Up on the edges, you could probably grind some. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. There's probably some things that... you know. There are probably still going to be things that kids are going to do. and Like, all right, well, now we can't go in the half pipe, but we can still do this. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, all right, here's here's a here's a non COVID nineteen story. I, I okay. try to I try to bring these to the table when I can find them. Mm-hmm. A woman who's attracted to chandeliers, not that song by uh, what's her name, but uh, see ya. yeah, I'm gonna point a chandelier, a chandelier. That was Arcia. Yeah. Oh, have you heard the? Uh, <laughs> that reminded me. Have what? you heard the puddle of mud? cover of uh, about a girl no do, do tell i love puddle of mud okay i'm a big fan of puddle of mud and i thought yeah. they're they're rediscovered and we just played a uh we just played a track from it uh uh yesterday or day before on the show yeah, right we did. cover from puddle of mud yeah it was very good um i'm gonna give you a link i'm putting it in our discord mm-hmm. it's them covering nirvana's about a girl and sometimes you just gotta say you know what maybe this is not the song for me Okay. Maybe I'm, this is uh this isn't the, maybe the right I, one. it's out of my out of my range. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. Chat um okay. YouTube people who are watching this, you're about to get paused. Oh pause. yeah, sorry, YouTube people. Okay, oh, they're paused. Man. All right, let's check this out. I want to hear this. Let me guess he's gonna sing it really bad. Yeah. Yeah, the music, the arrangement music, great. They yeah, no great no problem so far with like the yeah, the guitar is great. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not right. It's not good. It's yeah. not good. It's too bad because, like I said, I really like I like a lot of their covers from that album. From uh, yeah, we played "Everybody Wants You," their cover of Billy Squire, on uh, yesterday's show, and uh, they do a, a better job of uh, 
covering that than they did this one. I think about a girl is probably just a really, hard song in general. It's it really is, hard. Right. Do all apologies. Yeah. Like all apologies is great. Right in your in in their in their vocal range. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. That because uh, he's fine when he says I do, right. and then. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, it's all. It gets up. even worse. It gets even worse when he gets the um the chorus. Oh no. Okay, okay I'm gonna pause the YouTubers again. Hold on. <laughs> I want to hear this. Oh. <laughs> You're about to get to the good part, too. Because okay, okay. you think that this would be, you think that, that all right, they're getting in the chorus. That's more in his range. Maybe he'll do a little bit better with this one. Okay. Hold on. I'm loving this. Take it, then it's wrong. You hang me out to try. I can see you every night. Rain. <laughs> that is so bad, dude. Wow, that's a real, that's a great find. I'm gonna do some kind of like I don't know. I'm gonna capture some of it. <laughs> you gotta trim some of that. That's out, really yeah. really funny. No, uh, that is that is genuine. That is real. They recorded that at uh, live at Sirius XM, and I think they uh, wow. did in one take, yeah. not one lesson. <laughs> Never took a single lesson. <laughs> That's really something. All right, good catch on that. Uh, okay, so back to this woman. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She likes chandeliers a lot. She likes chandeliers a lot. So here's the deal. Um, uh, the 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 ruling, the court ruling says her attraction to chandeliers is not a sexual orientation. Okay, so it's not okay. like you can say, I like dudes, I like ladies, I like dudes and ladies, right. or whatever. That's It's not an orientation because it's a freaking object. A British woman in a long-term relationship with a 92-year-old German chandelier. <laughs> he probably has a lot of money, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, for? <laughs> yeah, for? What do Is this maker a lumisexual? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you think of all the lights I have on me today? It's very sexy, yeah? Come on, baby, I'm lit. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's so funny. All right, anyway, <laughs> the press regulator, ISP, IPSO, made the ruling after Amanda Liberty, a woman from Leeds in her mid-30s, complained about an article in The Sun mocking her public declaration for a love of Lumiere. Lumiere, oh. sorry. It really is. <laughs> I did not see the fact that she named this Lumiere. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, this uh, is an intricate lamp she bought on eBay. She argued that the newspaper's article breached the regulator's code for conduct, which requires publishers to avoid prejudicial and pejorative references to an individual's sexuality. The ruling says, sorry. Uh, here's how she identifies herself. Objectum sexual. That's what she objectum. says. Objectum. 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 Uh, okay. Overruled them. Uh, it says yeah. uh, an individual who is attracted to objects. She uh, objected to being included in the end of your article by the sun. I mean, it's the sun, you guys. Come on. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> which nominated her for the Dagenham, Dagenham Award? Two uh, stop. Dagen, Dagenham? Dagenham? I don't know what that even means. Prize. Simply know. because her sexual attraction to the Lumiere. Uh, she's also raised concerns about the accuracy <laughs> okay. of the reporting. Here's why this is actually pretty funny. Yeah. So the Dagenham Award and and somebody Zoe can clarify this. Two stops past Barking. So like Barking uh, is all is a city in uh, um, in the UK in London that's on the on the train stop and it's also a term for being crazy, barking mad. Oh, barking and so mad. So two stops past Barking, I'm thinking means 
that just the city because because it's called Dagenham and it's two steps two stops past Barking means you're beyond crazy. Oh, okay. Does that sound but right? So probably Dagenham. Is it Dagenham? Dagen- says, uh, Dagenham. So uh, make sure you know Zoe or somebody from the UK can. Uh, there she is. Barking can mean crazy. She says. Yeah. It could so also two just be stops what... past barking. Yeah, because barking mad mm-hmm. is a very. Uh, I've heard that lots of times. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. thing. Uh, also, Billy Bragg, so, the Bard of Barking. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Well, Billy Bragg is a musician. Um, yeah, I heard of him. Accident waiting to happen, so that must be his his nickname, right? The Bard of Barking. The Bard of Barking. Does that make sense? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, crazy. So yeah, much so beyond funnier that, when so explained. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I mean, we had to explain what the Dagenham Award. Right, meant, we can't just right? say stuff and not know. We have to say it. Not a, uh, a body, uh, an award body called Dagenham. It's a damn, city. Damn straight. All right. Uh, so anyway, she can't. She can no longer claim it, and uh, she's in, she. That's the deal there. I don't know how I feel about that. That's uh, at some point. It's an object. Is it? Uh, is it mounted on this? Like, I don't know. Is it hovering over? There's so many I, questions. Like, does she? Is it plugged in? Is it? Uh, does it say? Because I imagine it's probably not as attractive when it's unplugged. No, it's probably not. Yeah, it's not. Plus, uh, it's old. It's 92 years old. That's an old chandelier. Oh wow, she. Um, so her real name. Surprise, surprise. Her real name is not Amanda Liberty. Mm. Huh. Shock, shocker. Uh, but she changed her name to Amanda Liberty when she had a previous self-declared public relationship with New York Statue of Liberty. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. How many more barks away from that town can she be? For real? I think uh, she's in a she's in another uh, she's on another line. She's on another tube line. Yeah. At some point, we gotta you gotta uh, make a distinction there. I think. All right. Uh, wow. That's it for uh, news for now. We'll be back tomorrow probably with more. She doesn't have to dust it, probably. Yeah, that's true. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, like most Germans, <laughs> you don't have to dust them. They're self-cleaning. <laughs> uh, Tom's coming up after this with some Tom's Tech Time. A little bit of recommendals after that with Nicole. Lots of fun stuff. So stick around. we got a song to play, though. Brian, you want to introduce it? Yeah. Maggie Miles uh, is who we're going to be playing today. Uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. Young artist with a high energy. And uh, as, as the article says, she wears her emotions on her sleeve. This is really, really cool. This is her brand new single. I don't know if she's got a new album coming out. Um, let's see here. No, does not appear to be uh, coming out. But she is touring. Check her out. Madison, Wisconsin, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Houston, and Dallas over the next, uh, well, <laughs> July. <laughs> is over the next she, July. Okay. When they're thinking she's going to be touring again. I guess I can't really say, yeah, she's going to be touring. So make sure to check her out in a couple months mm-hmm. when we can all see people again. We hope. Um, but in the meantime, check her out, maggiemilesmusic.com. All three words spelled exactly how you would expect them to be sound. The brand new song is called Deserve This. Here is Maggie Miles. The moment I find what I thought it lost, now I'm moving on unsure of where I am.
This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. 
They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Stanley, no! (laughs) Playing more of that puddle of mud cover? (laughs) The Morning Stream. I'm still stuck on Pumbaa. We're back, everybody. <laughs> that was uh, one more time, Maggie. Not the fart, but Maggie Miles with a with a, <laughs> her song "Deserve This," brand new, uh, just released in the last week. You can find her more my, more of her music at maggiemilesmusic.com. Nice, Mag- I liked it. It was very good. Yeah, it was uh, poppy without sounding too poppy. You know, I don't know if it was just the fact that we were talking about Sia a minute ago, but kind of had a little bit of a Sia feel to it. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I like uh, I like some of that stuff. All right, uh, we are back at it. We got more to do, and that involves our good pal Tom Merritt, who I'm adding to the call now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get your uh, excitement up too much, but <laughs> it's happening. Help, help! It's happening. Let's play this right here. Where is it? With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man, of course, as always, on Wednesdays, is Tom Merritt. Good morning, Tom. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Brian and Scott. Hello. How very formal of us. And now, <laughs> uh, it's good to Let's have you, man. Let's talk about chandelier sex. That's right. More chandelier yeah. sex. It's what the people want. It's what we need in this in these trying times. Everyone drink. Okay. It's what chandeliers want. <laughs> it is. I mean, will, will no one think of the chandeliers? I, I shouldn't speak for chandeliers. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to judge a chandelier. They're just trying to be, I don't know, whatever chandeliers are. I want to glimpse too. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, Tom Merritt, I would love to know because you're here, you may as well do it. What's going on in the world of technology? Because we must know. I'm glad you asked. I was just writing up daily tech headlines as I do every Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you have two factor authentication on your Nintendo account? I do. Uh, And it's a pain in the butt. A huge pain in the butt because Nintendo doesn't let you store anything or do anything quickly. So it's a pain. It's worth it. Uh, apparently, there's a uh, Ars Technica has been following the story for a couple of days. It's not getting a ton of attention unless you're in the Nintendo community. Then it's getting a lot of attention. But uh, people are reporting that their Nintendo accounts are getting accessed, and people are spending money from their linked PayPal PayPal accounts without authorization. Mm. Uh, when most security reporters saw this, the first thought was credential stuffing here we go again somebody's using the same password on nintendo that they use somewhere else and that somewhere else got hacked and now people try that password until they find one that works uh and and there you go Uh, it goes round and round and round that is apparently not what's happening because many people swear up and down no this is a unique password in fact a couple people have reported that they changed their password and then the hijack continued even after they changed their password. So Ars Technica thinks they figured it out. There was an older system called Nintendo Network ID used on the Wii U and the 3DS. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. 
Oh wow. Okay. That's I knew that stuff was weird and it was maybe going to haunt them later. But tell me and more. And the Nintendo Network ID has a separate password. Okay. Which would explain why if you didn't use a, a repeated password and you even changed your password, if someone was getting in through your Nintendo Network ID password, they that that could explain that. Again, none of this is confirmed from Nintendo. Nintendo just says they're investigating. Uh, but it seems plausible that if you had an old NNID uh, and maybe you used a password there that was weak, uh, apparently there's an eight-character limit on the NNID password anyway, uh, that could be how people are getting into these accounts. Uh, so it is possible to change your NNID password uh, by going into your Wii U or 3DS, but if you don't have those anymore, which a lot of people don't, uh, you have to go to the web, and it's really hard to figure out where to do it. Mm. Uh, Nintendo does not make it obvious. Even when you do do it, uh, it is limited to eight characters now, and Nintendo picks the characters for you mm. <laughs> when you reset on the web. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they also send them to you in plain text in your email, which isn't great. Uh, <laughs> so Nintendo recommends that everyone turn on two-factor authentication. That's a, that's a nice, safe thing for them to say because it's a good idea whether this is happening or not, to be honest. Uh, and if you have two-factor authentication on your Nintendo main account, that would prevent anyone from getting in through your old NNID account. Right. And by the way, it takes seconds to set up the... Uh, the the two-factor authentication, the two yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty fast. Also, it'll say use Google Authenticator. You can use Authy. I've done it. Right, hmm. right. It's it's yeah, and I've I also use uh, what do I use? I've been using Google Authenticator. It also works there, obviously. It's yeah, it. Google Authenticator is the one they'll tell you in the instructions yeah. when you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but other other systems will also. That is correct. And uh, here's the only problem with it, and this is a Nintendo problem. And actually, all of this is a Nintendo problem. They're just weird about internet stuff. They have been since the beginning. Two different accounts with two different passwords. Like, what were they even thinking? It was so like Linked non forward to a thinking. device, right? Yeah, like it's not, so jacked yeah. up. Everything they do with that stuff is is weird. Thank goodness they're amazing game makers, right? And really right. cool hardware de developers, because otherwise we'd all be pissed constantly. Uh, you just look in Mario's eyes, and you can't stay mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really obnoxious. But um, here, my biggest problem with this, with the two factor, since I enabled it some months ago or a year ago, whatever it was, uh, is that they don't. Most most of the time, two-factor authentication is at least smart enough to say, is this a trusted device or browser or whatever? And if it is, how about we let you, and they give you options, depends on who you're working with, but it's like, hey, what if for 30 days you don't have to keep re-entering everything? And the only time you'll have to is we see an IP change or whatever. Like, I right. like that kind of flexibility. Switch does that. Yeah. But the device itself, the Nintendo Switch eStore, eShop, you have to put in your password every time. There is no remembering it. And... You also have to authenticate. You could put in for your eShop. There is if if there's one in there, and I will eat my hat if there is. Uh -huh. I have yeah, never okay. found it. I'll eat your hat. Dude. Send, send <laughs> you a hat to eat. Yeah, yeah. I, well, actually, I'm 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 totally unsure about that. I thought I just because I just recently went into the eShop and it asked me to log in again. I swear I remember it saying, "Would you like to remember this password or require mm. it to be entered every time you make a purchase?" Uh, if it if it is in there. Someone says there is one in the chat as well. So I, I will reinvestigate, but I've never mm. found it. And it drives me up a freaking wall because now I have to do that. And I have to remember the the two factor, or not the remember, but have my phone yeah. around or whatever. And so it's just a giant, huge pain in the butt. Uh, 
how that all that being said, if if you guys are right and it's been there and I just missed it, I don't know how I would have missed it though. I thought I was long screwed on this, so I need to I need to go in there and look again. But but yeah, uh, two that that aside, that that niggling bit aside, uh, two factor authentication is a pain. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is a necessary pain for the time being until uh, we replace passwords with something better like Fido. Uh, but but it yeah it it, it is a pain. But uh, if you don't I guess if you don't have a PayPal account attached, mm-hmm. then you don't need to worry about it. I but I still recommend it because who knows what other things people will figure out how to do if they they get your account. Yeah. Uh, or you could try to go in and and wrestle. Ars Technica has the instructions about how to find the NNID password reset on the web. You could you could mess with that as well. But two factor authentication is just a good idea. Jerk Star in the chat says, "Eat a hat, Scott," in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to eat the hat. We'll find out, I guess. But uh, <laughs> which anyway. hat would you eat? Um, Mario's hat with the two eyeballs on it. That's the mm, hat I would eat. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because it keeps looking at me from <laughs> the other side of the room. <laughs> it won't stop how staring. Oh, how would I? How would I prepare my hat? Yeah. Okay. Let's say that somebody actually had to follow through on their threat to eat a hat if the if they were wrong about a thing. <laughs> yeah. I think the best way to eat a hat would be oven baked. Um, lots of seasoning and sort of a rub, baby, but really baked hardcore so you can crisp up all the outer edges and really actually digest and eat the damn hat. You would have to really think ahead about this, but... I would mm-hmm. probably go leather skull cap. Okay. <laughs> and then do like a fajita. Mm. <laughs> You've mm-hmm. Eating that leather would be like living in the in the Depression, the Great Depression, man, living in the Yeah, the well, because it's, it's edible. You could, you could season it, maybe even tenderize it a little. Sure. It's just jerky at that point, sort of-ish. Mm-hmm. Ooh, xylophanes has a good idea. Paper hat. Oh, all right. Well, mm, we're in. There you go. Yeah, yeah we're in. Everybody like can that. eat. One of those paper. like a like a old diner hat, like the <laughs> <laughs> people used to wear that. But you had to keep the hair from falling yeah. into the club sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of those around. I should I should start wearing those on Fridays. Oh, there it is. Dubious rascal. Click on account in the upper right corner. Scroll to the bottom for password entry settings. Uh, was that always there? Because now I'm kind of embarrassed. I'll send you a paper hat. Don't worry. Yeah, give me a paper hat. A really thin paper hat, please. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. No newspaper, no, no newsprint. Like one of those those ship hats. Unprinted. Yes. Out of, yeah, just yes. holding up. Unprinted paper paper hat. Or some of that yeah. white tissue stuff your, your mom packs gifts with. That stuff's Vellum. Nice and thin. Vellum is all right. Yeah, yeah, vellum's all right. That'll come out in one, one, one fail swoop. All right, so uh, vellum boat hat. Got it. <laughs> okay, done. Uh, all right. Well, this is uh, fascinating information and also stuff I really dig on. So uh, if you check on the Daily Tech News show later today at 2.30 Mountain Time, you'll be able to hear us talk about that and many other subjects of interest uh, in the tech world. Also, your book is doing As a really matter well. of fact, Sarah Lane has suggested maybe we talk about this New York Times article that mm. gaming sales are up, but production is down. Mm. Uh, so while people are buying stuff, they may not be able to buy all the stuff they want to buy. And the Switch is kind of an early indicator of what that's like because sure. they're having a hard time keeping up with demand. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Also, uh, physical copies of things uh, way down in production. Digital way up, of course, because people are at home mm-hmm. downloading things. Of um, yeah. I think that may signal, a, I don't know about a sea change, but there may be some changes coming where the priority, we finally start to shift the priority to less physical more digital and but i don't know there's so many retailers with deals with these companies it's just a big ugly mess like they just delayed sony just delayed two major releases they delayed that that uh, iron man vr game which was looking pretty good oh, and yeah. last right. of us 2 got bumped again 
And they say it's because we want to make sure the games are basically done, but we want to deliver the best possible experience for our players. What that tells me is they've got a crap ton of retail copies that they can't just ship anywhere because in some places, part of the deal was, hey, GameStop, you have to not open, but also Target, you can't sell all these video games because that's this unfair practice that you can sell games, but we're making these guys shut down because they're not essential. I don't know. It's complicated. Is that but true, though? I don't, Best Buy selling stuff. That's a, No, I, they're still selling them is the point. But there's oh, a, there's okay. this big back end of there production was a issue. I see. Right. I see. I got you. So yeah. all of that's going on, and because you have that, and you have the retailers sort of fighting about who can sell what and how many and whatever, I that's just like think a, it's time for that conversation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think it, it it's a distinction if the place also sells groceries. Like they can they can be open and and be selling retail stuff if they also sell groceries. Well, Best Buy is able to do it because they sell essential things like. You know, phones, computers, stuff that people right. need to work from home. Right. Uh, and GameStop was trying to say that they sell some of that stuff too. Or that gotcha. was the whole big controversy. Right. And I'm not, I'm not one to normally defend GameStop, but I can see the point of view of, sure, you're, you're focused on one, uh, basically one big set of SKUs that it's all gaming related. Mm-hmm. Um, but other companies who dabble in that but do other things deemed essential are getting all the game sales, at least physical walk-in sales simply because they have these other things, and it just puts people like GameStop and others in this weird position. And I'm not saying GameStop, when they reopen, should have a have a, a small grocery section in their stores or anything like that. But, you know, it's a it's complicated, is my yeah. point. And they do sell candy. Can't they try to qualify? I don't know. how. how look, how fat... Do you need some Jujubees? They still sell those? Yeah. <laughs> Milky Way, <laughs> okay, box of Raisinets. Yeah, sure. Raisinets. Essentials. All these old school candies. That's all I could think of. All right. Uh, anyway, please tune in for more of this later. In the meantime, what if you needed to read a book did you did you have a book i could read i'd love to read a book tom i wrote a book for you to read oh, scott because i knew you were going to ask this question yeah mm, great uh it's called trigger t-r-i-g-o-r it's a uh, a novel of a time traveler named pilot x and his time ship verity who's uh, a burgeoning ai learning to think more and better every day uh and uh they searched the galaxy for coffee and pie uh, deal with the guilt of Pilot X having to destroy a universe in order to save it, and uh, then decide figure out that they they have to save the universe again. So if that sounds like a fun adventure, there's a steampunk planet, there's a trade planet, uh, there's a pineapple planet. Uh, it's all in there at TriggerTom'sNewBook.com. That is fantastic. Tom Merritt, everybody. Catch us again today, 2.30 Mountain Time. Take it easy, Tom. We'll see you then. Bye. See you, Tom. Bye now. Bye now. All right. We've done it. Nicole. Not all of it. Well, no, not all of it. There's more to do. More to do. Yeah. There's a lot more to do, it turns out. Brian's got recommendals and then some. Up the bum is how many recommendals. He's got recommendals up the bum. Up the bum. And uh, I know Nicole have one, so here we go. Welcome, Nicole, to the program, everybody. She is Nicole Spag, all the way from Colorado. And, Hi. Uh, she Hello. Is, she's awesome as ever. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Uh. Are you Are you hanging in there? Are you, are you I okay? I cannot stand online distance learning. It's Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It'd be one thing if it was like once a week, but since you got to do that every freaking day. Mm-hmm. And the teachers assign so much work. Yeah. Mm-hmm so much work i'm like i got a four-year-old 
and an eight-year-old. Yeah, that's like that's a couple of it's, year olds that are hard during a time like this. Man. Well, and both have like IEPs for like speech, and and so I got all those meetings, and I'm like, I'm trying to work here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I for one appreciate uh, oh, good parents doing good work, and I know it's easy for people to say. Like for me, it's easy to say, oh, I miss my kids. They've mm-hmm. moved out. I wish they were here now. I wish they were, we could all hang out more and all that. Mm-hmm. I could, it's easy for me to say this. But if I was yeah. home and it was 2006 and I had a four-year-old, you know, a six-year-old and, a, and a, an eight-year-old or whatever, yeah. I would probably be going crazy about now. Yeah. So yeah. I get they it, you guys. just can't do anything themselves. <laughs> God, not at this age. I mean, oh, I've got a 22 year old. No, they can't do anything themselves. (laughs) Yeah, at least, but at least they're not doing anything for themselves in their apartment. It's in another house. and it's not like we chose to do this. And and I've read some some different stuff. It's like, look, you're not you're not homeschooling. You're not online. You know, distance learning. You're like you're teaching in a crisis, mm-hmm. basically. It's like different. keep it. Th- like you're you're feeling this way because this is not normal, and we're trying to make it feel normal. Mm-hmm. But my, I mean, before I came on here, you know, I had to, I spent a good half hour just cuddling with Mateo because he was crying, oh. and he's like, I just want to go back to school <laughs> and. That's so it's, funny because kids, hard. when's the last time a kid ever really wanted to go back to school? Oh, it's such a weird kids thing. Kids want to go back so bad. Yeah, like, they want to be they in, are man. Not, they don't like it, and I don't like it, and nobody likes it. And yeah. I'm like, buddy, it's this is just what we're dealing with, and yeah. we got to take it one day at a time. So yeah, these are all true. And, and I give them lots of it. We give, I, I'm giving them lots of slack, and I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? I don't. I think you are. Know. I think you're doing a great I job. Oh, no, yeah. I feel like I'm. Failing you know, no. I'm here's sure the thing. You know what's do. best for your kids. You know what's best for them emotionally <laughs> no, I and physically. I, <laughs> I mean, it's easy sometimes to question yourself, but I don't question it. I think you're doing great. You should yeah. keep yeah. doing great. Yeah, you're the, the, the last person I'd ever question oh. about. Doing yeah, that sort of thing. yeah. You're survival. doing, you're doing awesome. <laughs> this is the, the name of the game here. <laughs> yeah, it is survival, and you're doing great. And parents out there who are dealing with the same sort of stuff. Yeah, we. I feel you, man. We're in it. I do. We're you're, all in it together. One day you're all going to look back on this going. and you're going to laugh at it and your kids are going to say something dumb when they're in their teenagers and you're going to go, oh, you're going to talk like that now, but don't you remember when you yeah. were five and I did this for you? And you're, you know, it's it's all going to be, you know, whiskey under the bridge and good times later. But for mm-hmm. now, it's rough. Yeah. And, and well, we it's like, he. <laughs> this is when I know it's intense feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Mom, I'll give up all video games if I just go back to school. Mm. I'm like, whoa, that's big. It is big. Wow. <laughs> that's big. Wow. It's big. Yeah. They want to so I'm, I'm go. just trying. Yeah. I know yeah. the pain. Yeah. All right. Well, we're so. gonna do uh we're gonna do some fun stuff here. We're gonna talk about recommendals. Recommendals. Yeah, trying to find distractions wherever we can. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, got a couple for you too. Oh, Yay. sweet. Well, Good, Brian, happy distraction. Brian, you want to uh, give me any setup for the first one here? Uh, first one is something brand new on Netflix, and uh, uh, it's it's super sweet, super cute, and uh, uh, kind of will take your mind off everything going on. All right, here's uh, here's your clip. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not gonna play that again. <laughs> Just kidding. Here it is for real this time. Oh my God, Martha! Hi! Oh wow, you look gorgeous. Hi, <gasps> Have they booked a cabaret act? Right. I'm 
Amanda's boyfriend. And you're in the cabaret. That's amazing. Mm. I didn't know you had a new boyfriend. That's good. I'm so glad you've moved on from that last guy you were seeing. What was his name, Chaz? Last time I saw her, she was like, oh, I'm seeing this dickhead. No, I'm Chaz. What? I'm Chaz, so. Oh, my God. Have you gone out with two Chazes in a row? That is <laughs> such a unique name. That's Sydney. Nuts. This is Sydney, Hello. our old flatmate, who for some reason is wearing a kilt, even though he isn't remotely Scottish. Yes, well I've gone Sydney. there. Already um, regretting it slightly. It's quite a heavy plaid, and it's already starting to um, chafe a little bit in the old groinal area. The testicles. <laughs> Where are we going? I love everything about this. What is this? <laughs> This is a movie called Love Wedding Repeat, and okay. it's a new release on Netflix. It's a um, romantic comedy film with, uh, you were hearing Aisling B. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. She was just in that Paul Red thing where he's got all the clones. Oh, uh, she, uh, was, yeah. she played his wife. Right. Uh, I remember, remember the name of that damn thing, but yeah, sort of yes. remember it. Um, she, she's fantastic. Hey, uh, I'll be right back. I got a kid melting down. Oh, no. no meltdown. Go get him. Go get him. <laughs> Um, it's also got Olivia Munn. It's got, uh, Frida Pinto from, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. It's a really cute story about a wedding, British wedding, or actually a wedding that takes place in Italy, but a lot of the guests are British and everything kind of goes wrong at mm. this thing. But, mm. um, because of this roll of the dice chance thing, it, it's not, it, you don't see, well, what's, what's the best way for, uh, you see all possible ways that this thing could go if okay. that makes sense yeah that makes sense so kind of like a groundhog day but not quite as straightforward as all right hey we're resetting here you go here's here's a new version sure you do get you do get some of that it is absolutely hilarious though um <laughs> it's already funny i love that clip yeah really yeah, sweet really funny and uh no mention of viruses or social distancing or anything like that so it's already it's already great good um it's uh like i said it's on netflix it's uh it just came out the beginning of uh the month april 10th it got released so nice um uh and bagheera says if olivia munn is in it i'm out that's that olivia munn or our uh, olivia munn is not one of tina and my favorite actresses she's actually really good in this i've said it before that she's got dead eyes but yeah. uh um she's great in this so and she's she's kind of not in it as much as the main characters well so. and she's very like hit or miss there are times where i'm like oh she was terrible in this and then there are times i'm like oh right. wow she's better than i thought yeah. she'd be in this yeah I like the x-men stuff when yeah. she was uh psylocke yeah not so good but mm -hmm. in this she's great yeah so yeah it's very cool that uh she, and um, she was great in the newsroom. Yeah, Adhesive Wombat brings up newsroom. She was good in the newsroom. Yeah, so. newsroom was great. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, I okay, kind of missed that show. Go. That show was great. It was really uh, good. We don't have All it. right, so uh, Love Winning Repeat, uh, first uh, of my two my two recommendals. Nice. Give me number two. What do you, what's your setup here? Number two is a movie that is, uh, it's not uh, streaming on a service you probably already have, but you can rent it for 99 cents this week, which makes it a cheap recommendal. Oh, 99 cents. Fantastic. All right, here we go. New rule is you can't slow me down. You understand? Put those on. So Ross says go. I say jump, you say how high. How high. There it Peanut is. Rule number one, don't slow me down. Rule number two, I'm in charge, and you're going to carry your own weight. You are in charge. That's right. Uh, maybe we should. And we should have our own secret handbook. 
What kind of secret handshake for what? Bud, dude, friend. Only when special shit happens, though, huh? Yeah, uh, special things. Special things, you don't curse. No. Why don't you curse? Because I don't. Okay, come on. You are in charge. Exactly. Come on. Hey, what's rule number one? What's rule number one? Party? No, not party. No, it's not party. <laughs> Okay, that's that new. That's that Shia LaBeouf uh, thing with the uh, peanut butter falcon. Yep, Nicole, yeah. uh, Nicole got a peanut butter falcon. Uh, Ninety nine cents this week to rent on Apple Tunes Plus, and usually when it's cheap to rent on Apple Tunes Plus or Apple uh, Apple sorry, Tunes Apple Plus. Plus, I like Apple this Tunes, service. Yes. I just Nicole'd the name of uh, Apple's movie service. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I love it. Uh, it, it, because it's uh, <laughs> uh, cheap on Apple TV Plus, it's probably cheap on Amazon as well. Ninety nine cents uh, to, to, uh, to to rent that. I did recommend Honey Boy. Honey Boy is fantastic too. And those two movies, single, can't really say single handedly, double handedly, mm. changed my perspective on Shia LaBeouf and um, turned me into a fan. I think he's he's a great actor. He's just a weirdo. He really is. He's, I like him. He's just he's weird. Been through, he's been through a lot, and he has yeah. been through a lot. And Honey I Boy think, is a good example of what he's been through because that's semi autobiographical. And if he's been through half of the stuff that takes place in that film, then mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I I I really respect. like his. Uh, I've always thought he was. I'm, he's, he's always very good. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He gets a little mm-hmm. weird in real life. Yes, he's been through some stuff, and those that one movie really shows it. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring yeah. great performances where I'm what I'm going there Just for. No more, no more Transformers, no more Indiana Jones. And we'll be fine. We'll yeah. be fine, Shia. Yeah. Just stay away from those two things and we'll be we'll be totally fine. <laughs> It'll be great. And he says, no, 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 as he runs away. That's right. So 99 cents currently on Apple TV Plus, which uh, you can rent even if you don't have an Apple TV. Don't worry, you can you can still uh, get access to Apple TV. It was Plus. on Amazon Prime. Is it um Honey is a peanut butter falcon on Amazon Prime. I, I no, saw no. it, but maybe I was wrong. Oh, you know what? I did search. see it on there, but maybe it was also up for rent. Uh, what, what was your other recommendal, Brian? It was Love Wedding Repeat on Netflix. Oh, okay. and I was specifically thinking about you on that one. Yeah, ninety nine cents on Amazon right now as well. So okay. I think that's what I saw. Ninety nine cents. Yeah, totally worth. Totally worth it. Pretty sure um, that's an that, Amazon uh, production, right? Didn't they make that? Or it was a. They were the backing of it. Uh, I don't remember the Amazon logo in the front of it. Usually you get that, that rip off of HBO's old, uh, zooming over a city into the movie theater, <laughs> Amazon yeah. intro. And I don't remember seeing that one. I must have it. I got it wrong. I think somehow. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, peanut butter Falcon and honey boy. And then, uh, Nicole, you missed uh, love wedding repeat, which I think is just right up your alley as far oh. as a really cute, happy, make you forget about things going on in, in life for a little while kind of movie. Cool. I'm going to talk to my sister tomorrow about, I was just looking on justwatch.com, the number one by far film on all services across Netflix and all Hoopla and all the dumb ones, all the little ones, big ones, small ones, doesn't matter. Across all of it, the number one thing right now everybody is watching is um, Contagion. Oh, that's and, that movie. And here's the thing. Here's the weird thing about it. And this is why I'm trying to understand yeah. the psychology of it. It's not streaming on a service without you paying for it it's all rental or buy that's it and so well that's with one exception uh cinemax i guess has it on their sub but you know that's not a big platform and i just i want to understand the because i'll admit part of me wants to see it and i don't know why 
Is it? Do you think it's, it's probably a situation where they're looking at it, saying, "Here's one. Here's a way that this can kind of get handled." If it <laughs> maybe, but I don't know. I mean, it feels like it's it's a bad way of things getting handled. Yeah, it's it? really weird. Outbreak is not here because outbreak's more about one monkey, right? <laughs> is it? Isn't outbreak just a right. single monkey running around smearing Ebola on people? Well, it? it starts with one monkey and then and then goes out from there. Oh, I want that movie to be nothing but a single monkey. But one monkey just thing. running around smearing people. Yeah. I'm throwing my poo at you. And now you're infected <laughs> exactly. with my outbreak. It seems like outbreak is silly. And well, that's in fact, they just sit and just said it in the chat. And I think I agree. Outbreak's kind of silly. Whereas contagion takes this information a little more serious. I don't know why. I just think it's a little bit weird. Uh, Cause right up there in the top is like avatar better mm-hmm. call Saul Shit's Creek. Knives right. out like normal yeah. stuff, but then contagion yeah. by far and away. Number one. Anyway. All right. There's an article that I read that the contagion actually hired a, uh, deceit, a disease specialist. Like he oh, studied, really? pan- he, he researched pandemics and he's, he's in that field and he was one of the consultants for that movie. That would make sense. I've only seen bits of it. Yeah. I've never seen the whole thing. So part of me is like, should I watch it? Maybe, maybe not. Nope, 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 and nope. Uh, isn't this the one so where many nopes. this is when where what's her name gets her head in a box and everyone wants to know what's in the box? Gwyneth Paltrow. That's exactly what happens. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler. Great. Spoiler alert. That's okay. how her head gets in the box. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Oh, I mentioned that I'd have a foreign film, real quick. Recommendal. This will only take five seconds. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, also on Hulu. Really good. All in all dubbed. Um, but um, a really really sweet foreign film about a woman who's hired to paint the portrait of a woman who's getting married in kind of a forced marriage, arranged marriage. And the woman doesn't want to get married and doesn't, because of this, doesn't want to have her portrait painted. Mm. And so this woman kind of has to befriend her and kind of um, uh, get her to trust her before she can uh, paint her portrait. And it's really, really good and sweet. Interesting. And, uh, okay. Worth checking out. So that's right, that. you. Whoa, geez. Uh. That's uh, two stops past barking. Yeah. <laughs> Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Oh, and this is what I this is what I hear every morning. Every morning, Dougie, go, Dougie, go. Yeah, Dougie. Oh God. Yeah, Dougie. Anybody oh. want a dog? Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> take. I'll take him to the stress lever level here. The stress lever. I like the that. Stress the stress lever. lever. Don't pull the stress <laughs> lever, and you'll be just fine. Yeah, don't pull the stress lever. Everything oh, will be fine. God. All right, I'm going to play a clip here. I'll see if you guys can figure this out. It's uh, part of my wife likes old things as comfort food on TV and streaming things. And so I've been not forced, but enjoyed kind of hanging around, uh, getting work done while she's watching certain things. And I kind of got sucked into this again, surprisingly. See if you can figure it out. Here it is. What happened? Nothing. Someone was just playing a stupid trick. Lenny <laughs> Sofer. I had a crush on him last year. I put his picture in my locker. I never told him, but somebody did. He's gone out of his way to be mean to me ever since. Oh, Veronica, please don't worry about it. Really, it's not worth it. So worth it. You prank called Mandy? What if I did? Well, I want to congratulate you. Shake your hand. Congratulations. You've been named the world's biggest cockroach. This award is given in recognition of your unparalleled lack of decency and humanity. Bravo. You're going to die friendless and alone. Hey, everybody knows you're the biggest. Shut up. If I want you to speak, I'll wave a snossage over your nose. All right. <laughs> I don't recognize that, but it sounds great. It's uh, it's a Veronica Mars. Uh, it's old, right? Oh, was Kristen Bell talking at the end there? That was Kristen uh-huh. Bell chewing a kid out of school. That was from season one. Uh, nice. 
Kim what Byrne. What is it about? Is it is it a is she a detective? What I don't so, understand. So she's her a, dad. She's, a, she's the fourth planet or something, isn't she? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the fourth planet. Her dad. Okay, so her dad is a private investigator, also formerly a cop, and then one season becomes a cop again, and then becomes a private investigator again. Um, he's by the way, the dad is played by the guy in uh, in Galaxy Quest that says. We're so glad oh. that you have come to <laughs> Nicholas, see her uh, Colin Duno. Yes, love that guy. He's mm-hmm. great, and he plays her dad, and they have this very sweet relationship. Uh, the mom's not in the picture; she's a total uh, mistake. She's like all drugged up and in and out of rehab and all this stuff. And he, and they're very close. Anyway, it starts out with her in high school. She's definitely got a touch for this like investigative stuff, and so she starts doing it for schoolmates when something goes weird at school. And getting paid for it. It's a little bit like sex education, that show, except nothing to do with sex education. It's all about, hey, I think so and so did a thing, and, and she'll like find out. Well, what happens is a lot of these cases cross over into actual police work. And so she's trying to like sneak around the edges and figure stuff out. She does some of that with her dad, because again, her dad's a private investigator. And that's kind of the series. It's very good. Um, I mean, it's also in some ways sort of throwaway. It's back when we were making uh, TV shows that were 24 episodes long, you know? So there's some ep- episodes where it's like, oh, okay, freaking move move past this one. Let's get to some more meat of the story or whatever. The final uh, season, which is season four, is the one that they rebooted, what, two, three years ago, whatever it was. They, they kick-started it. It was a big success. They brought everybody back and made a fourth season where everybody's much older, and they weren't naturally much older because the, the series had ended much, much sooner than that. And that's only eight episodes long. She's just in the middle of that to finish that part. But I really enjoyed those first seasons. There's something sweet about it. There was a real, I don't know, like the father-daughter dynamic I can totally relate to. And it just was, it was nice. Uh, it's fu- it's very funny at some points. Um, the little series they made, the eight episode series, and I guess the single movie thing. Oh, was it the movie they kickstarted? Because the TV, because the, the eight yeah. episode TV thing came way later and must have been straight to streaming because it's all sweary and stuff. Like, it's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It changed. But anyway, not so much for the worse. Like, usually that kind of tonal shift bugs me. But the tone's still right. It's just a little swearier. It's not a, not a big deal. But um, and, and I get the name wrong. Enrico Colantoni is her father. And that's funny that we bring him up because uh, he was in my recommendal last week, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, he's in that. I didn't know that. He's Mr. Rogers' handler. Oh, that's great. <laughs> No, he's just a great. I like that is, dude a lot. He is great, yeah. yeah. Um, but they brought someone in the chat says they didn't bring everybody back. I mean, so far in the season, they brought most people back. I mean, most of the main the main characters I've seen throughout the series are are there. I don't know about the movie because I haven't seen it, but it's very. Um, I don't know. It's cool. It's like a lot of mystery stuff. If you're into sort of procedural sort of things, it's it's one of those. But they have big overarching cases they're trying to solve over the entirety of a season or even multiple seasons. And and I like it. So uh, people should watch it. It's on Hulu in its entirety. I don't know about the movie. Maybe that's up there as well. Uh, but the rest of it is available now. That's Veronica cool. Mars for your old school recommendal. All right, Nicole, what'd you bring? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't really want to go back to contagion, but I did find an article uh, about the he's an epidemiologist mm-hmm. uh, and neurologist that who was consulted. He apparently, because I searched for him, contracted COVID nineteen. Oh no! Oh really? Wow! Yeah, but this this article on the Washington Post is from 2011 when the m- movie came out, and it's 
kind of eerie to read it. Wow. <laughs> and so they're talking about how accurate back in 2011, talking about how accurate yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where, how likely is this uh, possible? And are we safer? And he talks about who and they have a $1 billion de- deficit and all this stuff. So it's like, Jeez. oh, God. Yeah. Well, that might be what's attracting <laughs> people to it. Maybe they just need more. Maybe they feel like they're not getting the full picture and they just want to have a more intimate look at it, even though it's a film yeah. and it's a drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's I don't I don't want to watch it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with it. I have something much more fun and lighthearted for you cool. today. All right. Nice. <laughs> you can always count on me because, honestly, I can't deal with anything heavy right now. I just if it's I even started rewatching um, old Flight of the Concords because it just makes me happy. <laughs> mm, you know, yeah. this is yeah. this, you're doing exactly what Kim's been doing. She's been going back to stuff she likes and loves, even when it's dramas or if it's comedies or whatever. She watched mm-hmm. Shit's Creek again for like the fifth time through. Hmm. Like just that's... are you guys watching what we do in the sh- shadows season two? Not yet. I haven't started season two yet, but uh, uh, we're going to wait yet. till more episodes are available and do the binge thing. I could really use some up dog. Yeah, some up dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love some you'll get it when you watch the show okay, <laughs> <I'll just laughs> all right it's so good it's so good there's i think there's three episodes of the second season out right now highly high and it's on hulu so fx everything from fx is on hulu now so cool what we cool. do in the shadows highly highly that's not my recommendal but there you go all right here's my recommendal okay. look away Oh, it's yeah. on it's HBO. Away. All right, looking I'm away. Click, I'm, I'm clicking, looking away, and clicking away. Look here. away, look away. Here we go. It's playing. It's playing. Sure, it is. I, I think it is. It. Actually, I don't know because I'm not looking at it. There we go. This was my last gig. If it has happened by now, it's like a miracle. Miracles happen. Electricity flicked off all over the world. Cheese. <laughs> Yesterday, Ellie bought you. Oh, I think we just that heard the name. Be the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Brian, didn't you, did you do this there one too a while back? I guess it was in theaters when you recommended it. Or something. I did the did a Monday morning film review on it, but uh, that's right. Yes. Now the fact that it's uh, streamable, absolutely great recommendation. It is well. on HBO, and it was like ten o'clock, and I'm like. Do I want to start a movie? Will I be able to finish it? I was like, ah, oh, just throw it on. I loved it so much. Mm. I smiled through the whole thing. It just don't think too hard about what's happening in the world, but it, it's clever. And basically, the premise is for 12 seconds, all the electricity in the world goes off. Mm. And there are uh, this character in particular i can't remember his name i don't have it up in front of me but he still remembers the beatles and nobody else does they don't exist in this new world Mm. that he's in Mm. Um, and so he's trying to remember the songs because he's a musician (laughs) 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 and so like uh what is it eleanor rigby and he's like trying through the whole the church like blah 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 blah. Ah, (laughs) trying to remember all the lyrics I loved it. I loved it. And I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm now listening to more Beatles music, which, you know, 
That's Nothing always good. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. My mom's a huge Beatles fan. It makes me think of my mom too. Mm. Here's so. the cool thing about yesterday is you go into a movie like that and you see in the trailer what the premise is, right? That this guy's the only person on earth who remembers the Beatles. Yeah. And you think, all right, well, fish out of water kind of movie. There's a couple ways this can end. Number one, he wakes up and it was all a dream. Number two, right. another bonk on the head and things are restored back to normal. And I got to say, I'm not going to say what the ending is. Um, you don't get a predictable ending out of this no, thing, no. which I love. I love the fact that it's, oh, yeah. this is a complete different way to go with this. And I loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I still and haven't seen it. I want to see it. So it's good to hear it's out there. And I, can I also, I mean, I, would it be spoiling if I say that it's not just the Beatles, it's not like the Beatles were singing no. out. <laughs> right. But it's things that were influenced, like uh, the fact that Oasis doesn't exist anymore. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the... Uh, yeah, and I think they give uh, that away. That they give that away in the trailer as well. Yeah. But and there, there are other things that you slowly kind of they reveal don't exist anymore. And you're like, really? Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, I it's streaming on HBO now. It's just a great movie. I loved mm -hmm. it. I loved it. I was yeah. texting my mom while I was watching. I'm like, Mom, have you watched? <laughs> and an and an incredible uh, cameo by the guy from Twenty Eight Days. 28 days the guy yeah. who played rumpelstiltskin in uh once upon a time he pops in as a character that you don't expect to see oh 28 thing. weeks um it's um, 20 weeks uh 28 weeks later his name is ah he was also in uh train spotting he's great he's yes. um yes. i don't is that at the end no yes uh okay oh at the end of that I yeah, yeah i don't at i don't know who movie. you're talking about I'll, I'll, I'll type the full the, the, the full oh, i know who you're talking i know what, i know who he's the full monty guy he's in the full monty as well robert carlisle that's it Yes, Robert Carlyle. Yes. Love that guy. Wonderful I, movie. I could watch him eat a piece of pie. I love him. Oh, well, you'll actually see me eat a piece of pie in this movie. Sweet. So um, great. Two things at once. That's a double whammy. All right. Uh, hey, these are great recommendals, but if you're going to want to have some good follow-up on where the hell um, mm -hmm. to get them and whatnot, then you got to follow Nicole on uh, Twitter, Nicole Spag, and she'll uh, post it so you know what we yeah. did. It's mask making, baking, and recommendals. That's right. That's, yeah, you I, I, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. You and I need to talk sourdough uh, <laughs> offline at some point. because Have you had luck with, with doing loaves of bread? Sourdough bread? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah. I've, I've kind of given up. Oh no, have you just let your starter <laughs> die? Do you need... Uh, I have, do you need... No, I have one in the fridge that's okay. I put it into hibernation. But, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We'll, nice. talk. we'll talk I don't outside need the stress in my life at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> let it die i'm actually i'm having a blast learning about all these different ways to uh to do to use sourdough starter and screw things up so mm. it's yeah. it's become Great. a really exciting new adventure for me pancakes we, is the only thing that's like consistently amazing yeah, for, yeah, from the pancakes sourdough oh yeah. the biscuits we did were, were awesome too so we'll oh, talk yeah. here's what okay, you do we'll you you just have your daughter make the bread so that you don't have to do anything that's I'd how like i do that it. yes yeah. She makes yeah. some Taylor incredible deliver bread. Out here uh, yeah, no, she, right now it's not on her route, but uh, we'll see. Maybe she'll expand. You never know. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll get her right out to Colorado. All right, Nicole, have a good one. Uh, take it easy. And you're doing great you parent too. stuff. We'll see you later. Yes, you're awesome. Kicking butt. All right. Hey, uh, Brian, Coverville today. Is that happening? There will be a Coverville today. Um, so no tributes, thank God. No, no, uh, <laughs> no sad stories to tell. We're going to go back to 1980, to this very day in 1980. Yes, uh, 40 years ago. And uh, take a look at what was popular on the charts. So stuff like, um, well, I'll tell you, things like 
Call Me by Blondie, Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 by Pink Floyd, Lost in Love by Air Supply, and You May Be Right by Billy Joel, all covered on today's episode of Coverville as we go back to this day in history, 1980. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, that sounds like a great cover. Those episodes are always a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, for me, it's just a busy Wednesday. It always is. I got DTNS. I'm doing an after show with them for my live with it segment. They've asked me to talk about my, um, eGPU that I've been using since December and how that's mm-hmm. affected workflow and that sort of thing. So that'll mm-hmm. be coming out soon. Plus, uh, tonight we have an the episode. What you've been using? eGPU, external GPU for my. Oh, eGPU. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. For my Mac. It's like right. basically a. It's like putting a big fancy video card on a machine that doesn't have one. Right. Same oh, idea. that's cool. Okay. Working out great. And uh, we'll talk more about that. And then tonight, Core at 7, uh, we have a bunch of fun stuff to say and talk about on Core. So check that out. Nice. It's going to do it for us today. Big thanks to everybody for hanging out with us and being here and listening. However you get the show, we really appreciate it. Especially appreciate those who support us at patreon.com slash TMS. If you haven't done so, consider it. It means a lot to us and uh, helps keep the lights on here at Frog Pants and Coverville Central. So big, big thanks. That's patreon.com slash TMS. You can follow us over there at the website, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else you might need, whether you're trying to contact us, send us emails, get us on Twitter, find our Reddit page, all of it available at frogpants.com slash TMS. You can even uh, request your songs there, all that stuff. So do that. Okay, uh, that's it. We're getting out of here. We got to do a song though. Brian, what do you have? We have to. It's the law. Clown Baby wrote in. And said, hey, Scott and Brian, been listening to your show for years and decided to finally request a song. My birthday was on April 21st, so that was yesterday. Happy birthday, uh, clown baby. And I'll be graduating in May with my psychiatric nurse practitioner degree, and I've wanted to request a song for a while. My favorite band is Modest Mouse, and given this whole COVID thing, I could use something upbeat. Anything covered by them or someone similar would be great. Love the show, though clown baby nice uh first off congratulations uh first happy birthday yesterday belated birthday and congratulations on getting your degree that is awesome uh psychiatric nurse practitioner so you'll be able to pretty much tell scott and i what's wrong with us we're yeah. really counting we on could use being it able to do that yeah we could really use that that'd be great so uh the modest mouse has only really covered a couple songs they did a cover of johnny and Sa- uh, santo and johnny's uh sleepwalk they do a cover of uh, that'll be the day by Buddy Holly, um, which I've played on the show before. So I decided to just stay with Modest Mouse and flip the script and go the other way around, which is to play a cover of Modest Mouse, since you said that was uh, fine as well. Gold Spot did this cover for the TV show The OC. And in 2006, it was included on the soundtrack to six, uh, season six of The OC, um, Covering Ourselves is what it's called. Here is Gold Spot and their cover of Modest Mouse's float on
my last time with that scam It was worth it to learn from sleight of hand Bad news comes, don't you worry, even when it lands Good news will work its way to all them plans And we all float on okay Yeah, we all comes don't you worry even when it lands good news is on the way and we all float on okay yeah we all float on okay yeah we all This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're just taking a missile up your tailpipe. <laughs>